We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, I wanted to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of all that, we'll get you your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited. So get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. That is bwhustle.com slash join. Ooh, is that, is that the sweet sounds of a... Uh... Of a professional microphone I hear in the background. Oh, how do I sound? How do I sound? Mic check, mic check. You sound good, man. Sound good. Look at that. Our first, uh, our first. I could guess you could say good audio session of locker room, and uh, no, no issue so far, Sam. Usually it's my fault. Nothing on my end, so I'm good, guys. For the listeners, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get this. Let's get this show on the road. Let's get let's it going. It. Um, my first thought on the game was that felt like a throwback to 20 years ago. I felt like I was watching the 2001 76ers with Iverson running off 40 screens to try to get a shot off. Um, and just horrendously ugly basketball fouling on both sides. No one able to shoot the ball on either side except for like one guy on the team. Uh, I think Tibbs loves that. I, and I actually kind of <laughs> think Steve Kerr loves that too. It's not surprising. I was just going to say, Tibbs, this was Tibbs' perfect game right here. Just make it disgusting. This is why him and Jimmy Butler are best friends. Like, I could just see Jimmy Butler enjoying this game. Uh, Draymond, you could see kind of enjoying this game too. Um, Steph Curry, I think for someone that people think like, oh, he's kind of like, he's got to play fast. He's got to play free and easy. Like, I think he enjoys these games too. He had an easy 30, what, 37 tonight? I mean, a lot of those were on free throws at the end of the game, but. Um, he was by far the best player on the court. It seemed like he loved kind of the pace. Um, oh, the I think he loves. Playing. I think he loves the challenge. I think he yeah. loves people saying, "Oh, you know, he couldn't play in the '90s." And having games like this to be like, "Yes, I could." You know, I. You know, you know that motivates Steph more than anything. Um, but I do agree with you. I, th- I think Draymond gets off, to be honest, on this type <laughs> of stuff. Like, because this type of basketball makes Draymond more valuable. You know, when it's a little more physical. Uh, it's it's 
borderline football-ish and you you know you need to you need to be physical and kind of IQ prevails like this this kind of uh plays better for Draymond than let's just say an up and down spread game where we can notice he can't shoot the ball uh unfortunately Sam we did notice that he can't shoot the ball because there were (laughs) several times in the first half actually throughout the game there was one egregious time since we're on the topic of Draymond where he had the ball about eight feet from the basket takes a dribble, gets to about four, maybe maybe three feet from the basket, wide open. So he's kind of in between. He has Wiseman sitting there kind of like maybe he could pass it there, maybe not. Uh, and then he throws it to the other corner, uh, to Damian Lee, never gets there because there's literally two people between him and Damian Lee. The pass was never even close to arriving in Damian Lee. And you're just watching him and you're just like – and then and then at the end of the game, shoots a wide open floater, doesn't even come close. And you're just sitting there, you're like, ah, what do you want him to do? Sam, because he can't score if he shoots it, and then if he passes it, it's a turnover because it's so freaking obvious. I don't know what you do. I don't either. By the way, uh, to everyone requesting to speak, we will allow you to speak. Just give it a few times. Hit the request thing. We're going to go in chronological order, so we're not going to lose track of uh, whoever asked first. So I just want to get that out there. And whoever threw in the chat, Big Jim looked good tonight. I'm blocking you. We're not calling him Big Jim. I thought Big Jim, you like Big Jim. Stop it. <laughs> it, uh, it, it. Big Jim is peak fits where it's so cringeworthy you lean into it. Where now now we got to call him Big Jim Wiseman, you know? Unreal. Uh-huh. Like, are we surprised? I shouldn't be surprised. That's the thing. Like, I shouldn't be surprised. And yet, when he dropped the Big Jim there right before halftime, <laughs> I literally, I, I texted you and I was like, we got like forget Light Years podcast. Like, why aren't we naming it the Big, the big Jim Pod? The Big Jim Cast. Yeah, <laughs> the, exactly. The big Jim Cast. Oh, disgusting. All right, let's get to let's get to other topics on the game tonight. So, um, overall, Steph, Steph, star of the show. Um, I, I don't, I don't even know where we want to go with this one. To be honest, right now, like they get their big men back tonight. I guess we should start there. Uh, what did you think of Looney and obviously Big Jim? <laughs> I get to it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Uh, I enjoyed Big Time Jimmy. Big Time Jimmy. Uh, shouts to Tim Linscombe. Uh, I enjoyed his uh, play tonight, Wiseman. He. Uh, you know, Are we gonna get he... some let, let Jimmy smoke shirts in some years? <laughs> Wiseman, do you think Wiseman has ever? I, I, you know what? I don't know. The kid's nineteen. I don't know what he's done. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's done much. Uh, good game by, by big time Timmy, big time Timmy, big time Jimmy, um, tonight. He looked like he knew where to go without the ball more so than other times. Look, end of the day should not ever be getting the ball in the post to either one, make a post move or two make a pass. Right. But it's Steve Kerr. We got to live with it. But I think Sam, he was a better cutter tonight. If we're going to say that Kelly Uber was a great cutter, become a very good cutter in the past three weeks, James Wiseman tonight tells me like, man, give him, give him a few months. He's going to be averaging at least 10 points a game, just off five dunks alone. So I thought that was impressive. Yeah. To me, my main takes are a, he looked excellent cutting to the rim. I think he only bobbled one pass on a lob. Yeah. Maybe in yeah. general, better. Like obviously the hands have been a thing that, it, we've we've noticed during the early part of the season, you and I have been kind of chalking it up to the game being too fast for the young guy. Um, I thought he looked better cutting and um, just catching the ball in traffic in that way. I also thought he looked excellent defensively, excellent in context of a rookie. Really? Course. You think so? Interesting. I thought he looked a lot better on defense than he looked during the, um, you know, before he sprayed his wrist and missed two weeks. Uh, was it perfect? Of course not. But you were starting to see a little recognition, understanding verticality, not fouling as much. Uh, you were seeing the signs of the player that kind of we thought we were getting when the Warriors drafted him, which was a player who has defensive player of the year upside. Do I think it's coming this year? Of course not. And next year, probably not either. But like I saw more improvement defensively with the hands and with the hands on offense tonight. Honestly, with the hands on defense too. Um those were positives for me. Now, whenever we're ready to get to it, I'm, I'm happy to get into the negatives too. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the rebounding isn't there. Um, exactly. For a guy that's, you know, eight feet seven or, or something close to that. 12-2 wingspan. 
it should be a little bit more like like the Warriors have Loon. Like they're Steve is is happy and and in the bathroom jerking off because he's got Looney and Wiseman back. But if you get those guys back, like the team is great on defense, Sam, but they're horrendous uh, def- uh, rebounding. And so you can stop someone on the first pass, but if you can't rebound the ball, then what's the point, right? And the same thing happened tonight. So I, you know, who who knows whether that's kind of like is that more you know physical profile? Does he need to get stronger? Is it more kind of like like Kevon Looney? He needs to understand who to box out, where to be during a rebound, that type of stuff. Um, or is it mental, right? Draymond gets rebounds because he wants the rebounds more most of the time. I mean, he's a genius, but he wants it. Um, and so we'll see. I don't know if it's a negative. It's just something that you keep an eye on. I was going to say uh, my, what my uh, first negative take for him was going to be that the Knicks bullied him a little bit on the glass. And obviously um, a Tibbs team is going <laughs> to be like the worst type of team for a guy who's maybe shy on the glass and kind of doesn't really know how to rebound. Like, Tibbs is going to get his teams to be physical, clean glass, and do all the fundamentals in terms of uh, defense. So, you know, it's kind of it's as tough a test you're going to get outside of putting him against like Embiid or one of like the elite centers, right? Um, so there was some of that where, I, you know, it's a mix of shying from contact for me and also just being a rookie and not knowing where to yep. be yep. on that end. So those are things I need to, you know, long term, we all want to see that cleaned up in general, for him to be better there. The second thing for me is I'm I'm not going to complain about his lack of shooting from the outside or anything, but, like, in general, we do need to see him start shooting the ball a little more from the outside, right? Like, part of his appeal is that he has the touch. He's shooting 40% on, you know, less than a three a game or whatever he's taking at this point. But um, tonight it was kind of like he's back in the flow. He's catching lobs. He's finishing inside. Long term, I need to see a little more out of that, right? Yeah, yeah. And and who's that on, right? Is that on James or, or Steve or Mike Brown or whoever? I don't think it's on Wiseman. I think I think uh I think they are playing him in the right role though. Um tonight I, I wanna say he played like probably fifteen minutes tops, not looking at a box score, but you can sixteen, correct me. good guess. Sixteen. Nice. Oh uh, yeah, it's just it's just I think that's the right way to play him. Like, why play him, like, 20-plus, right? Like, in the beginning of the season, they are playing him a fair amount of minutes, or at least exposing him to better players. Um, it's Why do that? The kid's 19. Let him play Let him, Let him. him play 15 minutes-ish a game, 16 minutes a game. Let him play against the second-string players and let him get acclimated because I think he has to understand how he needs to play basketball with the size and physical profile he does. That's most important. So um, the Wiseman stuff, I think, stock going up tonight, though. Stock going up. So good for him. Um, Good for him coming back. Do we want to talk? Big, big Jim yeah. stock on the rise. Big Jim stock. <laughs> that could be like a coin. Uh, <laughs> it could be a coin. Uh, I want to talk Ubre. That's who okay. I want to go to next before we get to some callers. I know we got a, we got a bunch of guys that are waiting. But uh, but Ubre is uh, – man, he's fun. Like uh, He is fun defensively and offensively right now. I'm just looking at his shooting numbers. Weren't so great because he missed a bunch of threes. But – even when he was terrible in the beginning of the season, Sam, wasn't he like the most energetic player on the floor at all times? And that hasn't changed. Like that to me has been the most fun part of Kelly Oubre. Just lucid, positionless energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oubre is, I, he's exactly who I thought they were getting. And, you know, I like him as a player, honestly. Like, I feel like anyone who has negative things to say about Oubre either had the false expectations for who he could be or was hoping he could be something he wasn't going to be, you know, like if he thought he was going to replace Clay Thompson, uh, God bless you. But you know, that wasn't happening. Um, but if you look at him for what he is, which is a hyper energetic long wing, who's athletic, who's willing to try on defense and who's a really good cutter and can finish inside. I think he's doing the job. Like tonight he had 19 and eight, uh, 18, um, what is it? Eight rebounds, two assists. Uh, the rebounds are what's great. Yeah, the rebounds are what's great. Yep. And actually, the rebounds might be more valuable this team because yep. as yep. good as Wiggins' defense has been, uh, he's not really hitting the glass aggressively every game. Wiseman is a young guy. The rebounding is not where it needs to be. And you know, it might take him a year or two to get there. So they just need someone who is willing to finish a possession on defense. Yeah, yeah he's got... Uh, he's got some tenacity that you see from Clay, Draymond, Steph, kind of the older generation. Wow, older generation, I was just going to say. I guess I said it. But it makes you feel a little, whew, 
like that dynasty is in the past, which we, which I don't think so. They still have a chance to win a title, but like, but he gives you that type of energy, right? As much as Andrew Wiggins has been good this season and he had a decent game tonight, very good defensively. I think it's like, I think his defense actually underrated just because he's, he's like kind of like clay on defense where he, he may not put up like the huge, huge stats, even though he's had some big block games, but he's smart. He's smart defensively. He plays to the scouting report. He he stops the. Other and, and isn't that also like point point of attack defense is always going to be the most exposed man. So mm-hmm. like you, you know it's it's not the the most fun job. You're picking up a guy at the the half circle. <laughs> You're um you know <laughs> Uber is fun because they'll get like super low in the stance and like really make like a show out of it and everything. But it's like you are going to be the guy who gets exposed if you make a mistake or just quite frankly. The Knicks aren't that team, but like you go against like Damian Lillard, Dame will blow by you because he's that good. And you're going to be the guy who looks worse than like the second help defender who didn't make the rotation. Right. So, so I do think that's another thing with, 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 with Oubre, like people don't notice if Wiggins falls asleep off ball. People don't notice if Draymond Green doesn't make a rotation and like neither of those guys are doing that a ton, but like, when you're on an island at the point of attack, you're the guy who will, everyone will notice if you get blown by. Both of those guys are fun right now, uh, Andrew Wiggins and uh, and Kelly Oubre. Look, look, if Andrew Wiggins had 10% of Kelly Oubre's kind of uh, passion, you know, he'd be a better basketball player. I wish Andrew Wiggins go to the rim more. But, hey, it's the reason why these guys were traded, right? If they were those type of players, the Warriors wouldn't have gotten them. But I think the Warriors and Steve Kerr, and maybe here's here's a good part about this, Sam, is that they I think they have maximized kind of those guys as players right now. There are times, maybe we can lead into this, the end of the game here. The problem is that these guys just aren't going to be good enough shooting. Uh, and then they're also playing Kevon Looney on top of that. Right. So now you've got you got to play Draymond. So now if you're playing Looney and these guys, then you've really got four guys that, you know, on a given night, I could argue that all four guys aren't can't shoot. So you put that around Steph, and that's the problem. And those guys are fun right now. I think Wiggins and Ubre are fun, but then you put those guys with with uh, with Looney and Draymond, and tonight this is what you get. What is it like? Like what? Negative five points in the fourth, something like that. Yeah, the fourth wasn't great. I'll put it that way. Um, I think if we, what did Steph have six free throws down the stretch? Is that right? Insane. Maybe even more. Yeah, they scored twenty points in the fourth. I'm trying to quantify what they scored <laughs> before we got to like garbage time and fouling. So um, either way, you know, it, there's also a level of kind of it's who they are. You, you, you're not expecting Kelly Oubre to be much more than this. You're not expecting Andrew Wiggins to be more than this. Like yep. you want to see what this looks like when Clay Thompson's here next year, but you know, we're, we're not going to see that till next year. The only thing I notice is Clay seems to be moving in his rehab better than expected. Um, and, and that's a positive there. So I don't know where you're at, but should we open this to some, some calls? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Let's get through it. Ooh. Got a... And by the way, anyone okay. put it, put in a speaker request. We're just going to go down the list. Oh shit. Is this me? <laughs> hey, what's up, man? Huey. How <laughs> hey. you doing? Hey, I just have my main gripe for the game. I don't really care. Uh, I took the money line. I cashed my bet, so I'm good there. Is that Azubuki <laughs> called Tracy Morgan, Tracy Murray? What the fuck, dude? Mage, I, and I think I'm going to give an Azubuki rating every game. Um, and I think this game, I'm going to give him a 4.2 out of 10. That's all I got. Four point, okay, can you explain wow, that is where fantastic. the, yeah. the point two comes from? Like, why is it not a straight four? What could he have done to get to five? Um, no, I'm not going to, uh, no further comment on that. It's not that hard <laughs> if, you, if you think about it. Huey high as hell right now. Talking about giving it a 4.2. What a legend. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, you know, I don't want to com. I don't want to, uh, concentrate too much on the broadcast, but they're good for at least a quarterly cringe. If not, two. <laughs> I think, I think if we get some league pass ratings, they're leading in cringe commentary. So, you know, but, but shout out our guys, uh, uh Fitz and Fitz and Ozabuki. Gotta love them. Uh, all right, Huey. We appreciate you. We're going to keep moving. What a, what a way to start. <laughs> The callers get better every time. See if we got some new ones today. There we go. Isaiah, can you hear us? Isaiah, are you there? 
Oh, okay. I, I, I like the the freaking call like meant was messed up. Okay, you're good. So, overall, I think it was a great game. Obviously, we're gonna have so many close games this year because just look at our team. Uh, Steph, he shot uh nine of twenty two. Uh, he shot 40.9% from the field. He shot, obviously, best three-point shooting in the game, so he shot 50%. Um, he he played he played a good game. Draymond, I'm looking at him. He played a way better game than the last game, 7, 9, and 12. All I'm asking out of Draymond is just score over 10, like just score 10 points. If he can get to the – like nine isn't bad, but if he can get at least 10 points, we're going to be better off in, in more clutch situations because – uh, we can get more pick and roll actions between him and Steph because we've seen that um, over the course of their career, it's it's it works. But you know, I feel like with Kerr, you know, like what what one of you guys said, he was he was jerking off because Looney and uh, what's Davis back, like that was funny. <laughs> like we have, <laughs> but like no, that was funny. But like we have our bigs back. Like that's all we can ask for is just health at this point. So as long as we have a full, all I'm asking for our team is just as long as we have our. Uh, a healthy squad and we can we have our pieces together. We've been doing a really good job without Clay Thompson. And I feel like that's just the overarching story of the uh of this season, how our season's going. And so our team's been playing fine. It's been we should be higher than what we are, obviously, because I say it on Twitter all the time, but just the <laughs> overall good game. Wiseman, I feel like Wiseman's showing more obviously more signs he's catching the ball a little bit more better because he he I, at this point if this might be a i don't know if it's a hot take towards this like chat but he catches the ball more than looney like looney so uh, oh absolutely that's that's not a hot take i agree with you there like everyone everyone focuses on uh everyone focuses on wiseman's drops because he's he's so gifted and like anytime he makes a mistake you're like how did he not catch that right but like yeah when you compare him to looney he's uh, he's catching the ball and he's catching it at some weird spots too. Like Looney's not making that uh that catch in the first quarter that like Steph threw kind of like a, a little errant pass right, there that right, Wiseman exactly. finished. Yeah. So so you are right. Like Wiseman in, in many ways is kind of a victim of just the highest expectations, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wiseman, yeah. I feel like Wiseman people you you've seen the takes with uh right. I don't want to name no names, but you know, J- uh, Jason Maples on Twitter, he's been saying Lamelo, like the hot takes on Twitter. <laughs> you you know, I've been seeing y'all, I've been seeing y'all on Twitter. Like it's just it's so funny, especially with Urkel. Like he's 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 the funniest <laughs> dude. He's the funniest dude, bro. <laughs> no, I've been watching. I just been peeping. It's just like Wiseman. He's in a better situation than any other rookie right now because, like you said, he's gonna get ten points off five dunks like easily. That pick and roll action with Steph yep. is gonna be so dangerous. Like, and especially when we have Clay back, because Clay, he's not the best passer, but Clay can can hit you at the right spot when needed. When 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 we get Clay back, Wiseman's gonna have more freedom just to to put it up there. He doesn't have to just do the um like just the the extra stuff that he's needed right now. He just he cause I feel like we're putting him in that JaVel role right now. And I feel like that's okay for him because he's 19. We're literally seeing a high school player play right now, if we really want to be honest. But we're seeing a high school player because he's the same age as me, which is funny. Like, it's crazy seeing him, like, <laughs> body, little, legit. He's he's running, like, we've seen signs. Like, he's running, like, he has the potential, man. And I'm 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 looking at him more than any player right now because Wiggins, we, we call him two-way Wiggins on Twitter, and it's not an exaggeration, like, He's just he's gonna be fine because I think he's been ours literally like at times. I, I agree with you. He's he's twenty six. Uh, he turned twenty six today, by the way. Shout today. out half yeah. birthday, right. And, right? Right. And and you can you can see it with him, right? Like he's he's really coming into his own. He's playing excellent defense. Like it's all coming together. I want to yeah, ask yeah. you though, Isaiah. I got one question for you because I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm ahead of Sky, question, by the way. Sky's sky's the limit with Wiseman. What do you yeah. want to see from him before the end of the year? Not like in three years, but like realistically, when we get to the playoffs, what improvements yeah, gonna, do you want yeah. to see from Wiseman? Because like you know, he's nineteen. We're not we're not expecting the world from him in year one. Yeah, after this one, I'm gonna head out to give somebody else a chance because I've been talking too long. But all I'm gonna <laughs> say is that Wiseman he needs um, just to keep his hands up to not be in foul trouble. If we can just get him to just keep his hands up, 
And you know the refs are gonna be trash all the time. Like they're just the refs aren't good, but at least just keep your hands up to not let them give a reason and give you a foul. Um, it's just all I need from him. Everything outside of We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Scoring, like, he, he, he has it all. I feel like he, he has the agility. He, for his size, he's very quick and just just the because he can block shots. That's all we're asking for him. And then keeping your hands up is just another way of just allowing Draymond to not be tired in the clutch. So if we can get out, if we can get that out of him, we're we're gonna be in better uh, situations from like people like Jokic down the road and and big, I agree. Bigger I guys. agree. Yeah. So, but I'm gonna leave right now. I'm gonna uh, just listen to everybody talking. But thanks. Appreciate thanks, you guys. Yeah, that was great. Look. No one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to roman.com slash now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash lightyears and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash light years and get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash light years. Get started now to save $15 off your first month of treatment. All right, we can keep moving. We got Duke Lee coming up next. Regular. Yo, you guys hear me? There we go. We can hear you. What's up, man? What's up, guys? Um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of uh, gauge your guys' temperature on uh, Ubre lately. Um, I know I've been kind of, uh, you know, posting some stats about his, like, on-off numbers a lot on Twitter. And uh, I just kind of, yeah, like, where do you guys stand right now as he's trending up, like, on his individual stats? But, you know, the like, I counted on the schedule. Maybe it's, like, maybe 15 more games before the deadline. Like, <laughs> and... And also, you know, just like his whole contract situation. Yeah, we, don't even have a, we don't even have a second half of the season schedule. Could be, could be 30 <laughs> games. Who knows? You know? <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just talking about until the deadline. Yeah, but yeah. Right, yeah, right. yeah who knows? Yeah, you're right. It could be like every day there's a game. To, but, uh, to, to Lonzo Ball. To, uh, could be Lonzo Ball in that. Who knows? Yeah, um, you're right. It's, yeah, well, would you, would you, is that someone you prefer rather than Kelly Oubre? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I like Lon- – I, I think Lonzo is kind of one of those uh, – fits where you could insert him into that second unit which we you know know is struggling with uh Wanamaker and uh but also you know maintain him uh, a, a position in like the the uh, starters or the closers with Lonzo whereas Ubre you know we've been kind of using Wiggins instead uh for that second unit so I don't know I, th- I think uh I- I'm just curious where you guys stand on uh yeah. the kind of the, the temperature for I, I think Ubre's I think I think Kelly Ubre okay so a couple things I think he is kind of who he is I don't know if he's going to get like any better physically or kind of like he may get better mentally. And I think we've seen him do that these last few weeks. Steve Kerr does really like him as far as 
as far sure. as I as far as we all know, he does like him. Um, yeah, for because sure, yeah. he's he's long, he has the size, um, he he has the things that that Kerr likes. So I don't I think he stays with this team. I know Sam has said a few times that he thinks that you know there are going to be a lot of trades that come. I think he's going to be on this team. I think he he may most likely be on this team next season. The big yeah, issue just, here, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say that someone like the local media, you know, was we're using the, was using the the one year rental phrase a lot. I feel like in some of the other pods, and like I just wasn't sure if that was like kind of a. That, the plan with him, you know, it, it might, it may be, I think part of it is kind of like with the Andrew Wiggins stuff, it's still say that, I mean, like with, with Andrew Wiggins, they're kind of like, they'll say, Hey, this guy's part of the long-term stuff, but then they're also shopping him at the same time. Right. So they're kind of doing the same thing with Kelly, Kelly Oubre, but like, you're not, I don't, I don't know how much they get out of him. I, I think the most important part here is how do they use him? Like the right, last month right. or so they, they really, they use them in a way kind of out of necessity, like, Hey, play him at the four. Right. You're kind of getting, yeah. yeah, getting open shots, right? I'm sure the numbers prove that out, and it's kind of like it works out well. But now, what's going to happen when he's got to play next to Wiseman? And that was right. kind of the issue before: is that you kind of got to pick one. Are you benching James Wiseman? Are you benching Kelly Oubre? Because neither guy is good enough right now to play together. Um, totally. Maybe in three years, you can play. And, 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 and just to yeah. be clear, a lot of that's about Draymond and Wiggins too. Like, right? It's not that's that, right. Like, uh, yeah. It's not like they're not all functional, good players. It's just like you, how many guys who shoot thirty three percent from three can you have on the floor at the same time? So, <laughs> well, if Draymond was thirty three, shit, that's what all yeah, work. Yeah, well, Draymond's thirty. You know, if you combined his last three seasons, it's thirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm just. So, thinking, I'm just wondering, like, because do you guys feel like that they have to make it like or uh, a call? Like, is it like are they highly focused on Ubre in the next you know uh, month or so we have left till the deadline? Just because you know. If they don't, if if they're not sure, kind of it's ambiguous by the summer. I mean, he could walk, right? I mean, that's he's an unrestricted free agent. Sure. And I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to think if like they're, you know, it's it's. I mean, like, do you think they have a back, uh, a kind of a back channel understanding? Look like, with his agent, what's going on? You know, something like that. <laughs> Sam, Swartz. that's a great, that's a that's a great question. By the way, Duke, we're we're gonna move on to the next yeah, yeah, caller, sure. so for I'm sure. gonna let you keep going for sure. Um, I think they've obviously engaged those conversations. Anyone like they're going to deny it, but they've obviously engaged those conversations. I can see a scenario where Uber is on the team next year as a six man. Um, I just think it's in flux. Like right now the Warriors are not competing for a title and it's kind of like, let's see how many players we can find for next year. And we want to compete for a title. Maybe Wiseman will be better in a year. Clay will come back and see where we're at. So um I don't think it's as fluid as him being traded or kept next year. It's just kind of one of those we'll see. Let's keep I, this moving. I think he's on. I think he's on the team next season. So, I, oh, I, you do? Okay. It, it just it makes too much sense. The talents there, they're going to lose him for nothing. Like it just doesn't make any sense. And I don't think they can trade him and get fair value. So I think he'll be on the team. Fair enough. We're moving on to Joey Lightyear's burner. <laughs> oh shit! What, what's up? What's up, Joey Lightyear's burner? Hey, how's it going? All right, so I have a question for you guys, and this is sort of related to the last question that was said. I want to talk about Eric Paschal. So this man, it's clear to me after watching him this season that he can't play with Draymond. He can't play with any of the centers. And it seems like it's really hard for the Warriors to maximize his talents with this roster right now because he still has that awful shooting form where he looks like Lonzo Ball. Uh, trying to jump, you know, six shooting on the way down. Yeah, at least Lonzo could shoot. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it just it looks bad. But you know, like there was all this offseason talk about how he was going to, you know, remake his shot. But it seems like circumstances are just making it so that he can't do that because they're trying to play him second ball center. Do you think they try to trade Eric Pascal? Because as it stands in this roster, it seems like his talents aren't being maximized. By Here's the way, the Joey, thing. we appreciate you. We're gonna we're gonna take you off the stage. We're gonna keep moving on the next call. But like, I I don't want to cut you off, Andy. My feeling is like they're gonna keep. Uh, they're not worried about fit as much as talent, in my opinion, right? Yeah, I I think like I the problem with these all these guys like Kelly Oubre, you're talking about trading him, and then you bring up Pascal, you bring up Poole, Smiley. If it you know worst comes to worst, but like Sam, it's it's like when they say if you've got too many quarterbacks on the team like you don't got a quarterback like with these guys it's like they got too many of these guys that just don't have any value so i don't think like even if you want to trade them who what's eric pascal getting you in return like a second round pick <laughs> right like i don't he's more valuable to the and it goes all the way to the top like to draymond if you should get Dray, if you trade draymond what do you get in return 
Like no, that's, he's a, that, is a, you. that is an excellent point. Like everyone's like, oh, Draymond doesn't fit. Let's trade him for Bradley Beal. Like, well, uh, you know, <laughs> the Wizards aren't calling him and being like, all right, Bradley Beal, Ferris, Pascal, let's get that done. You know, like that's not how it goes down. So, um, you know, I and I feel bad that I cut him kind of short there. But uh, I think it's one of those things where the Warriors are uh, trying to find talent. Eric Pascal clearly has talent. And we're aware that they can only carry so many guys who play the same position, but like they don't want to just trade someone for the sake of it. It's about waiting for that opportunity to make the trade you want to make, right? Yeah. Yeah, whether it's there or not. I, I, I enjoyed Pascal next to Looney tonight. I thought... Pascal is, is someone, he's not very smart, right? And so you got to play him to someone who has some IQ, especially in a bench unit that doesn't have any. So I thought that was decent. You, even if it's like not good for spacing, sometimes end of the day, it's like play him next to a smart guy. Maybe he'll, get, maybe he'll be in the right position. All right, keeping it moving. We got Chris coming up next. Chris, what's up, my man? Can you hear us? Chris looks faded in his AV. Drank too much. Can't hear him. Uh, we're we're going to have to keep moving. we got a long <laughs> line. Chris, if you come back to us, we will bring you back on. Um, Wesley. Hey, hey Wesley. Up, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can, you, can you guys perfect, hear me, by perfect. the way? You, you sound great. All right, what you got for us? Um, First of all, uh, it's a pretty good game for the Warriors tonight. Uh, great grinded out type of game. Uh, stuff kind of as usual thing. But um, I kind of want to touch on what others – have been touching on really is uh the others um what's the look for the second unit because i mean wiggins looked kind of off in the fourth quarter to say the least uh he looked pretty good like in january like when he was like the main like scoring option but right he's kind of fallen off in uh recent games so like and wanamaker i'm not sure what he has on curve but uh like he kind of has to look like of a cagey vet but he's not really that (laughs) um I hear you. Okay, so you're, you're wondering about the second unit. I think this is a um, – I'm, I'm going to let Andy answer this one after me, but um, I think it's a – this is more of a talent issue. Like, the, the second unit really needs someone who can create, a, create their own shot. They're asking Wiggins to do it. He's okay at it, but he's kind of better playing off with someone. Obviously, Wanamaker is not that dude. Um, and – you know, maybe this falls on Bob Myers. Maybe it falls on Steve Kerr. Who knows? But it seems to me like how how much could they have used Derrick Rose? How much could they have used a guy like that who you can just trust to create offense on their own? Because right now the the, the second unit feels like it's just like kind of treading water until Steph Curry comes back in, right? Right. Yeah. There, there was a few times earlier this season where it kind of like it, it kind of it kind the bench was a strength of the team even outplaying Steph in the starters at times. But what happens is people just they do a scouting report. It's that simple. It's like, hey, Eric Pascal's playing at the five. Here's what he does. Here's what you should defend it. And since then, it's been ineffective. And I think that's kind of what happens. It's like there's only so many gimmicks that's going to work um, if, if you're a team that's, that's you lacking. You don't side to side too much. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, look, you could, it, this, this little gimmick that you did to pick up this chick work one time probably won't work the next 10 times. You know, so that's that's really what Pasco at the five is. So like Kerr's right. He's gotta he's gotta figure out how to play the four because he can't play the five long term. Simple as that. I appreciate you, Wesley. We right, thanks, guys. Hey Drew, we got Drew coming up next. Drew, what's going on? Uh yeah, yeah. I kinda agreed with your point on how it's difficult to kind of make heads or tails of you know how Draymond's been contributing this year. Kind of the best comparison I could find. He's like a quarterback before the the forward pass was invented, where he's just doing like handoffs <laughs> and then option. I love that. I'm sorry. Is, Dude, is he right? Are you saying Draymond's a triple option quarterback? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like the Tim Tebow of the Warriors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. That this might be the caller of the night. But uh, my serious take is I think Wiseman needs to play more minutes at the beginning of the second, the beginning of the fourth. That way he can kind of explore his game a little more, maybe do a little more in the triple threat. That's kind of where I like him. Obviously, the rim runs with Draymond are nice, but he kind of looks like a fish out of water sometimes with the starters. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, I, I can't get over the Tim Tebow of the offense. Uh, I, I, just, I can't get over it. It's, it's too good. 
It's um some of the turnovers that he had tonight. Um, before we get to the wiseness, some of the turnovers is just like he did it in the 2019 NBA Finals, where he was actually extremely active, uh, pretty good defensively. He was really good tonight. But how are you still making those turnovers when your only job on offense is to pass? Yeah. <laughs> and you're making done turnovers at that. Like I just I don't get it. But you know what can you do? Absolutely. All right, we're gonna keep moving. Appreciate and, you, Drew. Before you get uh, before you get the next guy on, you can leave him on there, Sam. But uh, CJ Arenas, I want to read this one out. Lightyear's disciple in New York just saw the game live. Can confirm. Brad Wanamaker sucks just as much, if not more, in person. Hope you heard me <laughs> up in the two hundreds. So <laughs> good stuff, CJ. Uh, keep moving. Jack Kennedy. Jack, can you hear us? Uh, yes. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for taking my call. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. What you got right, for us? Um, so I actually have been thinking about this for a while now with a few of my friends, and I just wanted to get your take on this. So I'm quite okay with having Draymond on the starting lineup, which I know a lot of people were saying, trade him, trade him, trade him. But uh, one thing I do want to say is, you know, I'm thinking about next year and, you know, trying to go in a win now mode. Right. Um, and I'm just thinking, you know, Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond and, you know, Wiseman. I just don't think that starting lineup is has enough offensive firepower to compete with the Lakers, the Clippers, or the Nets, in my opinion. Wiggins, for all the good that he does, he does not overcome the lack of offense from Draymond. Because every time Draymond's on the floor, it's four versus five. So what, I'm think, what I was going to ask you guys is, do you think that we need to either package our picks with Wiggins to upgrade that wing position, you know, for whatever that may be, um, and or Wiseman, with the picks to upgrade that position. And some people I'm thinking are like Carl Anthony Towns or Pascal Siakam or uh, Zach Levine or Bradley Beal even. Um, and, you know, if things really go awry, how about, you know, the Clippers, if they blow it up, Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, um, if Kawhi decides to leave, for example. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I think overall, I'm just thinking we need to win now. It's Steph's prime. And, you know, that's just the main thing. I just don't think we have enough offensive firepower. And one of those two positions, I think, needs to be upgraded, in my opinion, to really go on the road hitting. We don't need to rely on anyone else to have, like, that off game, for example. Uh, like Kyrie having an off game to win. If we get one more offensive firepower uh, who's more aggressive than Wiggins, I think yeah. that's good enough. But, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good call out, Jack. I think is a um, fundamental issue with Steve Kerr. Sam, I do this with every question. I, I didn't make it all day about Steve Kerr. Um, he, I, I think if it was up to Steve and and the way that this organization feels about contending, um, they don't want to contend by having a team that's going to score 135 points a game. And that's what they believe is going to happen and not play defense. And that's what I think they believe is going to happen if they package some picks and trade them for, a set, say, for example, Bradley Beal or Zach Levine. Zach Levine. I'm not saying that Steve Kerr would rather have Andrew Wiggins you know, then Zach Levine, but I could tell you that he loves that guys like Andrew Wiggins and Zach uh, and Kelly Oubre play defense. And I think it, that matters more to him than someone that's averaging 25 points a game. I do agree with you that they're not willing to sacrifice defense for offense. They believe that Seth's presence means they can have enough of an offense. Uh, I also agree with Jack. They need to, I don't know if the upgrade has to come from a blockbuster trade, but they do need a little more. Um, Clay, I don't think Clay's return is going to be enough, mostly because it seems like a lot of pressure to put on a guy who's missed two seasons in a row. I keep I, mean, I keep harping on this, but like I think Clay will be effective for the Warriors next year. I think expecting Game Six Clay is um, it's just unfair to him. Quite frankly, that's that's my biggest thing. It's unfair to him. And then we haven't even gotten into, you know, Draymond's offense has diminished. He's not the 2016 guy who averaged 15, 16 points a game. Um, they do need to figure something else out. And in terms of what position they need to upgrade, I don't think it's as much like they need a small forward or they need a center. I just think they need to make a talent upgrade in some way <laughs> on the roster and uh, maybe opportunistic about it. And I think Carl Anthony Towns, maybe. I mean, that would be a massive talent upgrade. I don't think there's any way around that one. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, if I had to speculate, I think they are playing it close to the vest because, they, because they're aware other teams know they have the Wolves pick and Wiseman and they don't want to be in a situation where they have to, like, trade 40 things to get someone. But 
you know, we'll I trade him all for Cat. Um, so Jack, I, I'm with you there. But but until Cat says he wants to leave, you're not going anywhere, right? Like same with you. As much as, as you guys want, thinking that way though, the Warriors. They've they've already asked about every single. They've asked about every single player in the. <laughs> like like they okay. know that. Like you don't think Joe Lacob is sitting there thinking like, all right, how, when's Carnegie Towns going to ask out Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, every single one of these guys, right? Like Luka Doncic even. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's not – like even Bradley Beal, I would say it's not realistic because has Bradley Beal said that he wants to get traded? Like as far as anyone no. is concerned, yeah. he wants to be there. And so why is his name out there? And like Sam and I do it all the time because it's fun to talk about. But until these guys actually want to leave, then, the, you know, there's there's kind of – there's no reason for these guys to actually go anywhere. I think the problem here is – Another problem is, which is what Sam is, I think was getting at is why is Brad Wanamaker on this team? Why was he even on the team to begin with? And that's because he's a good, he's a good player for the system. Okay. And that's the problem. If you're looking to find players, especially vet players to be good for the system, that's your problem. Just get talented guys, man. That's that's all I'm asking for. You can go for system. You can go for system fits when you have Kevin Durant, (laughs) Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, all in that Absolutely. Yeah. But right now, they need to be more acquiring talent. Jack, we appreciate you. That was a great question. We're going to keep moving. Thanks. Yep. Uh, we're getting to Will. All right. There we go. What's up, fellas? How we doing? Will, Will, Will looks like how he's you doing? Him. Yeah, Will, Will is in tech. He sells uh, or financial services for sure. <laughs> My gosh, bro. <laughs> Yo, man, uh, despite that burn right there, um, we, I, I've gotten to a point where watching Watermaker is a literal train wreck every single night. It's making my eyes bleed. I, uh, <laughs> I cannot do this anymore. It's gotten to the point where I'm literally like, I have to like either walk out of the room when he's playing, uh, or you know, just turn away from the game. But th- the the thought that I had is, uh, where does he rank all time on your least like warrior? Like, <laughs> On the oh, Mount he's, not, he's, he's not even in my top. <laughs> he's not even in my top ten, honestly. Really, we, dude? I mean, thirty-two games, but I mean, geez, man, it is so hard to fucking. Let me ask you. Game. Let me ask you this: Are we going with the Steph Curry era, or are we going all time? Because, well, we're going back. I mean, I was I was trying to make a list in my mind. Mike Dunleavy was very high up there. <laughs> um, Mike Dunleavy is number. Mike Dunleavy is number one for me. Yeah, Mike Dunleavy has got to be in that discussion, dude. It's uh, man, just the, the the way he got drafted to the production he gave us. Derek Fisher's contract he signed in the mid two thousand that was brutal. The, the entire two thousand five team, to be honest, <laughs> other than Jason Richardson. Like, yeah, Jay Rich, uh, Rich is is slander proof among Warrior fans, but like Troy Murphy. Uh, Don Levy, <laughs> give me the Mount Rushmore. Um, like, what Michael the Petrus is there of like the last two <laughs> decades? Like, what is the what is the top four least liked Warriors in your guys' opinions? I, okay, Don Levy oh, is man. number one because he took a shot at the fans. Like, hey, I'll, <laughs> I'll remember it correctly when he goes like they're not very smart fans. Um, and he wasn't produ- he wasn't producing. He wasn't producing at the time. It was just the perfect recipe to be booed. By your home fans, every game of all time. Guys, a um, scrub, bro, a scrub. <laughs> front, hey, front office executive, hold up. Um, we got to throw. Uh, we got to throw Beedrins in there because he Post signs contract, the contract. Beedrins was like the worst, the worst, unbelievable. Andy, who you got? Who else are we throwing in there? I got. I got to well, think about this one for a minute. I, well, I was gonna say not so much. So two guys in my head, not because I like didn't like them, but just really despised the way that they played was number one, Michael Petrus. Just every okay. time I watched him, I was just so yeah, frustrated. Good. Like, he got torn a lot. Good to step out of bounds at least once again. You know, you know, just awful. I mean, you could throw Richard Jefferson up there just because of the, after his Warriors career, he's become an absolute joke. Um, but like Michael Petrus <laughs> is there, R. Jeff. And then like, I, I honestly, I didn't Calvary enjoy watching... Shane. Calvert Cheney, yes, but I didn't enjoy watching Steven Jackson that much. Like, I get he was fun. Ooh, ooh, big that's, guy. A, that's a hot take I, right there. Frustrating. Yeah, Sam. Frustrating. <laughs> Damn, man. Well, yo, thanks for having me on, guys. Frustrating win tonight, speaking of that. The fourth quarter <laughs> was unreal. But, uh, dude, yeah, Wanamaker. He's in my top four, I got to be honest. It's been unbelievable. 
He's brutal. I mean, he's he's not in my top four favorite warrior role players. I'll tell you that much. So. <laughs> he's about oh, as far from that as possible. No, I, I'm going to throw one name out there that we didn't get to: Eric Dampier. Oh. <laughs> Dampier. Yeah. Yeah, Donald Foyle is he is he falling no, that line? Donald's too likable as a human. He's likable. I, he's I a can't guy. like. I I agree with as a player, he left a little to be uh, wanted, but uh, Dampier was. I, I don't know. Just Dampier is more talented. Is basically what it comes down to. Who's, who's like, got worse I never, hands? I Sam. never. I never thought a uh, Adonal was like. I, like I blame the Warriors for thinking Adonal is better than he was. I blame <laughs> Dampier for not playing better than he was. All right. Well, we appreciate you. We can yeah. Give you a have a good one. Thanks, Will. Dampier or James Wiseman? Who's got better hands? Oh, come on now. All right, we got Ryan up here. Ryan, can you hear us? What's up, guys? Um, I just want to pull out the receipts on you guys. Before the season on oh, the boy. podcast, you guys said Brand, Brad Wanamaker would be a fan favorite. <laughs> that <has backed> <laughs> well, I had Wanamaker shooting 40% from three, not 20%. So I'll wear that one. I agree with you. Um, Bring the audio, please, next time so that we can post it on Twitter. <laughs> I got you guys. I'm t- I was trying to find it. <laughs> yeah, hey, you're, you're not wrong. I, I I thought Wanamaker would be better than he was. I, to be honest, I'm not even on the list of people who hates Wanamaker. Um, I'm on the, because I have to lean into my own takes a little bit. But uh, but we're looking at it right now. Okay, just just so we're clear, Wanamaker last year shot 45 percent from the field, 36 percent from three. He's currently shooting 35 percent from the field, 23 percent from three. You know, I, I didn't think Wanamaker was going to come in here and be Lou Williams, but I was expecting a little more than um, than what we're getting. So that's cool. I blame I blame Steve Kerr. Yep, I blame Steve Kerr. You got you got another take for us, Ryan? Yeah, I just got a question for you guys. Um, how confident if like we get in a playoff series, how confident do you think the Warriors can beat a box in one? Because I think that's that's the main problem with the Warriors. We can't beat a box in one. That's a great question. Um. Who's playing the box in one is probably a better, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I think, I think Who's they may be it? able to get yeah. away with it. Yeah. Like if it's a playing game against Portland or maybe they win a playing game and somehow Portland's a, a, a three seed or let's say a four seed and they're a five seed, then, you know, yeah, they could probably beat a Portland box in one, but like a, a Utah box in one, Utah's defense is, is pretty good. I don't know if they can beat a Utah box in one. So it, it, it's all contingent. Okay. Gonna have to have a lot of Michael Mulder in there and a lot of <laughs> Lee to beat the box and one, to be honest with you. So that'll be interesting because their starting five's not beating a box and one. Ryan, we appreciate you. Keep it moving. Oh, we got we got our guy Luke here. It's Justinian Jessup time. Yes, Luke, sir. Up, How you going, boys? You good? Yeah, we oh. good. How you doing? Yeah, good man. It's about Wednesday. It's about three o'clock in the afternoon here. Just watch the game. Quickly, before I go on my rant. Why the fuck do we always play better in the second half than we do the first? Why is Wiseman getting post-ups and acting like, like fucking Akeem? Then all of a sudden, the third quarter, you put him in the dunker spot, and he looks amazing. Like, surely that comes down to coaching. Surely someone's telling him to do that. Like, what's the deal? It's, it's called, that's, called, that's called a halftime adjustment, my friend. Yeah, but it's happening every fucking game. Uh, I, hear I don't you. know what sometimes to tell you. Like, oh, sometimes you gotta give a little credit to Tom Thibodeau a little bit there. I don't know. Oh, okay, or right, I'll, I'll take your word for it, boys. You guys are the experts. But um, <laughs> just, just, yeah, sorry, but I just want to quickly ask that while while watching the game. Um, back to what we were talking about last week. How safe do you guys reckon, based off that Kawakami pod? Do you think Pat? I, I saw someone earlier just said it as well. That. Pat's girl, I think he might be in a bit of Barney Rubble with his team. Do you guys reckon? <laughs> I love the reference. Um, I, he, he's in an odd spot. I'll, I'll let Andy go on this, but I, I feel like he's, a, he's clearly an NBA player. And when we look at the roster, they don't have a lot of them. So <laughs> that's not great. Um it, but he's kind of in a w- weird spot where his best position happens to be Draymond's best position, Wiseman's best position. And there's only so many minutes to go around in that spot. So it's kind of like, let's rotate players. And, you know, do, do I think Pascal will be on the Warriors in three years? Probably not. 
But yeah, you bet me too. Yep, yep, yep. But I, but I think it's one of those things where it's like he, you know, trade him when his value's low is just doing a disservice to the team, right? Yeah. I um. So a couple things on the the shooting stuff is it's just a problem for this team right now in that you got to be able to develop guys to be able to shoot. Like you drafted Jordan Poole to shoot the ball. Like he's all right. Like he may actually become a shooter. He's been good in the G League. Eric Pascal. You should you should be able to develop him into a thirty two percent three point shooter. Like we're not asking for much here. Uh, and then James Wiseman, we'll see what happens there. Um, so like there should be some type of developmental trajectory for these guys, and we don't we haven't seen any of that yet for Eric Pascal. He's kind of pretty much the same player as he was last season, um, which is fine in, in like kind of kind of a gimmick small ball role. But I mean I don't know, Sam. Like you think he might not be the team in a couple of years? Like if you don't get a shot, you might not be in the NBA. So I don't like that stuff is is a problem and the Warriors need to figure that out with the um, Luke with your first question on the the rotations and and what I think Steve is always going to do what Steve wants to do what his kind of ideology is in the first half like you don't think Steve knows that if he just runs pick and roll that Wiseman is going to average like eighteen points. yeah that's wrong hundred <laughs> percent I think I think with him it's like he he look he kept Kelly Oubre in the starting lineup he ran the same system and Kelly Oubre actually picked up learning how to back cut which is not really like a hard thing to do but for Kelly Oubre apparently it was so you know there's some success there right and I think that he's kind of doing the same thing for someone like James Wiseman who's you know only 19 and he's kind of like here let me teach you how basketball works because Steve Kerr thinks he's a fucking genius but I think that's part of it you know we need we need Sam to get his legs going to tell someone (laughs) to tell James Wiseman to stand on the fucking three-point line more than like once a game. Like he's not—he didn't shoot one three today, and he, his three throws look great. Why is he not? Why are they not running sets where he's sitting on putting a high screen up top and just waiting on the three-point? You know, you know, both defenders are going with Steph. Let the guy shoot. You know what I mean? Like let him let him shoot. I agree. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, so, yeah, yeah, sorry. I know. I know. I know. I'm taking up time. I'm loving. There's a hundred people in here, but. Can I just say as well, I know you guys monitor Twitter and all that. We're going to have to get to a point where this bullshit with the disrespect on Steph needs to stop. I know Doc said it tonight on Twitter. Oh, Steph doesn't have to play Mag. Well, he, he didn't play Mag tonight, did he? He only threw like two fucking dimes in crunch time to set up the game, <laughs> did he? Like these guys like Haynes, Jefferson, all these fuckwits like Butcher and that, seriously, <laughs> it needs to stop. Like guys like Tommy and Rue and you guys and Urkel, We've got to push back on it, man. It's just like you can't. Why? Why does this guy get so disrespected all the time? It's just it blows it's my because mind. First off, I, you know I've I've made my services available to uh, unanimous media. I've said if the check is large enough, I will start putting more propaganda on the timeline if needed. So just let Steph know six figures. How, how can, how can you we'll go start on a doing podcast? A Bill podcast. <laughs> And say with a straight face that Steph doesn't have the playmaking roles that Dame does. Are you? Are you? You get paid to talk basketball. Like, it's uh, it's you know, what are we doing here? Agendas, agendas are agendas are wild. I'm not sure anyone else has to run three laps around the half court to oh. get open. So because they play with four guys who don't shoot the ball, I agree with you, Luke. We're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna have this discussion maybe tomorrow night even. It's like a it's like a therapy session in here. Look, it's get let it out, you know, just let it out. Give them the goodwill hunting, man. Give them the not your fault hug. It's, it's not your fault, guys. It's <laughs> not your fault. Ricky, Ricky Garcia, what you got for us, my man? Oh, uh, regular. Ricky, can you hear us? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Tell us what's going oh. on. Oh, great. Um, I guess this is more like you know potential acquisitions whether it's like the waiver wire or the trade market you know i would i don't think it got to this on like the premium pod but like you know who would you see as potential uh waiver pickups for the warriors that's a that's a great question um honestly i don't know that they're going to go into that like i'm more curious about their trades because right now i don't think that they want to waive players they need to determine <laughs> what they're right. doing with uh they need to determine if jordan Poole is going to be on this team if michael Moulter is going to be on this team if alan smiley is going to be on this team um because they don't have roster spots for new guys so it starts there and then we can move from there right they, i mean they won't even they won't even give Juan Toscano anderson a full roster spot on this team 
um, because they're unwilling to move off of, you know, Alan Smilekeach, like my guy, my guy, Alan. So I don't know if, and, and also some of the times you're looking to get players because they can help you over, like, like the Warriors are going to get guys off, um, uh, off waivers because those guys want to play for them to win a championship, right? Like this is the reason why Avery barely didn't play for this team or, or Aaron Baines didn't want to play for this team or Marcus Gasol. So I don't think you're going to get those guys. Uh, I'm, I'm like Sam. I'm curious to see what they do with Kelly Oubre. Um, I'm curious to, I'm curious to see if they use the disabled player exception. Um, who knows? As of right now, I don't think they would, but who knows? Maybe, maybe what's a trade deadline, like eight games away. Like we'll see. Um, so absolutely. I agree with you. I think we should. Um, yeah, I, I really think it starts with the roster. Right now, they're carrying just a bunch of players, and we don't know where they're going to go with it. So, until we see what they do with the guys they have on the roster, we can't speculate about what they're going to pursue beyond that, right? Yeah. All right, Ricky, we appreciate you. Andy, I think we should call it a day. We will be back tomorrow night after the Pacers game. Hopefully, another dubs win. We appreciate everyone who stopped in the room. If we didn't get to your question tonight, we apologize. I'm taking note of everyone who's in the queue. You will be at the top of the queue tomorrow if you come in. Appreciate you all, guys. Cheers, guys.